Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. I hope you are having a great day. Thank you so much for coming back to me, really, to this podcast again and again. I am really appreciative of your presence, your support and having this conversation. Again, these conversations are just to get a... Um, uh, an opinion out there and you don't have to agree with my opinion um, and I you can absolutely have your own opinion and just to have another point of view and you can take and chop and from each one and, and adjust and, and arise and and if you have any any opinions or any points of view I am absolutely willing to listen to your points of view and and different aspects remember we are cyclic we are 360 degrees for each uh cycle each junction in life and everyone comes to this uh to the junction with an opinion which is different from the others we're not supposed to have the same opinion there's no such thing as my the truth the way the life the i am the truth mine is the truth you are the truth there's no truth there's a degree there's an angle to that junction everyone comes there is as important as the person next to you because we're all currents and waves so unless we learn from the whole junction we're not going to uh, improve and that is why we have a small window of opportunity that our parents and grandparents never had we had this opportunity to have this conversation and and we are having this conversations in many different ways and so that you come here day after day to listen to me i am very very grateful um uh, a Two days ago, I, I, I did a, a podcast on the crisis of Muslims marrying outside their faith. And I did say that I was going to have another discussion on it. The reason I'm, I'm doing this is because um, we all go through this. It's very important to understand we all go through this. Um, and um, it is my, uh, my scenario exactly. So my spouse is... Uh, a man from who was an ex-Christian, an ex-Roman Catholic, uh, an atheist. And, and the fact that he was not practicing Roman Catholicism was a big, big, big yes for me because I did not believe I gave up my faith. And of course, my parents, my family was livid about it. And they bought in priests, they bought in community members. And I just said, siren hour, goodbye, good riddance. So why did that happen in my family to begin with? Because I came from a very traumatic childhood. I came from an abusive childhood. I came from a childhood where there was a lot of violence. And that was very important. So when you cultivate violence, you cultivate negativity, you cultivate um, suppression, oppression, you will have someone going out the other side. Because we're frequency frequencies are two sides you think that by by using violence you're going to 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 gain any 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 brownie points that's not going to happen uh, absolutely not going to happen on the contrary you're going to push people away and this is what feudal empires have done and this is what feudal empires are still doing and that's particularly uh, religions and Abrahamic religions because they're all about power and convincing yourself that I am the truth, the way, the life. Um, 
And that's that's important to understand. It is about submission, submission to authority, and that is why Abraham Abrahamic groups have been fighting for three thousand years, full of bloodshed. But they still insist on calling everyone else as kufar, najas, pagans, infidels, uh, heretics, gentiles. It's and all these slurs, but. They will not take a look at themselves inside. But anyway, this has become a mentality of the planet. The earth is not flat, but we think the earth is flat because of Abrahamic ideologies, us versus them, heaven versus hell. I am right. I'm going to heaven. You're wrong. You're going to hell. Uh, So basically, I'm going to have this discussion on this topic. Um, Before we understand, uh, you know, about you know marrying outside your faith, you have to understand that we are all currents and waves. It is our currents that st- form the waves. Okay, you cannot stop a current. If you do, the water becomes stagnant and infested with bacteria, um, and that's exactly who we are. Look at all countries, uh, religious countries, the human, um, the human behind it. If we Understand that like nature, if we become stagnant and repressed in one single ideology, um, we become redundant and infested, which is exactly something that's happening to the country of Pakistan right now. So so, um, compartmentalizing your life into one compartment, ideology, religion, it's the perfect, best, I am the truth, the way, the life um, mentality is not going to work. It's ignorance complete. All human beings are the are frequencies. <coughs> Sorry about that. All human beings are frequencies. And some will attract and we all attract to one another. We are all made up of the of frequencies around the planet. The cosmos is made up is a magnetic field. The atmosphere is a magnetic field. It's frequencies, sound frequencies. And we are all sound frequencies. And these frequencies are continuously moving in cycles, cycles like currents and waves. If you want to know how they move, um, you know, uh, go to the beach, look at those waves and what you see, uh, waves formed by currents. You don't see the currents, you see the waves and you see the ocean. That ocean is run by energy field uh, from below the surface of the earth. And like that, humans and species of life are the same. So we're continuously rolling in cycles. And if you don't understand the cycles, you're not going to go anywhere in life. And you cannot put someone in a box and say, this is my fate. You have to stay in this. You have to. That's ignorance. There is no such thing as fate. Also, we have no problem. Um, so it is important to understand. Now, if you say, for example, you consider yourself in a particular box, in a particular fate, in a particular group, or whatever the label, a compartment. We have no problem in marrying people outside. But the moment ours, our family members go marry someone else, why is that a crisis? Um, it will happen because all these ideologies are only narrative. They are not, they are just a perception of your mind. They are not real. There's an ideology that's formed to give you a perception. In reality, it, it, it means absolutely nothing. It's just currents and waves. And, and your, your currents and your energy field is going to, override any single ideology it will happen because because these ideologies are narrative and they're not real 
we are, like I said, currents and waves. The more we force our children into a box, the more they're going they're going to override this narrative and the more they're going to push the other side. If you're, it is your duty to heal, it is your duty to remove the garbage, the negativity, learn, um, re, um, reformat yourself, align, realign, and, and balance those magnet, magnetic field. And it's your responsibility to do that and transfer that healing to your children. And if you don't, your children are just going to inherit your negative and your positive, whatever's embedded in your mind. And you, it, they're going to go the other side. Um, and they're going to do exactly the opposite of what you want because you're always searching for that healing you're always searching for that balance like everything else like a frequency uh you're looking for balance and if you don't find that balance your current is going to continue until you find that balance um so it's up to you to find it and by saying that my box or my compartment is better than the other side is not going to help these are these are ignorant ways of thinking, and this is very feudalistic a way of thinking. My faith, my ideology, my this, my that, uh, it's never going to work. Uh, you have to understand the bigger picture and you in that picture and how you're going to align and keep aligning uh, generation after generation um, and go forward. Um, now... It's also important to understand that in this in this video that I in this podcast that I talked about about a video of, of by Dr. Yasser Khadi, um, he talks about um, the crisis of Muslims marrying outside their faith. So I'm going to use that example, and we're going to talk about it. He talks about fear. He says, well, in Islamic countries, uh, even if a non if a Muslim marries a non-Muslim. Um, it's okay because of the fact that there are Islamic laws. And so it doesn't matter um, because the children will have to be brought up in the Muslim faith. And the Muslim faith and the Islamic faith, which means that, um, you know, out of... Uh, they are obligated to study Islamic history and, and look at life through an Islamic perspective. Um, and they will be Muslim. So it doesn't matter that you, you're, 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 the person who's bearing the child is non-Muslim. As long as the descendants, the seed, it continues to be Muslim, you're going to, it, it's okay. So basically, you're just a child bearer. No one really cares about you. That's what he's basically saying, which is absolutely disgusting. Um, you're a child bearer. No one cares about you. You're here to bring children into this world continue the, the 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 ignorance continue the theology and and even if you don't follow as long as the children follows and you make sure that you use submit to our ideology it's not acceptable uh it, it's okay we don't really care about you in brackets is this is my interpretation because in islamic countries you have your children have to be uh, muslim if you marry a muslim but in this, in, in North American countries, this is not, these are kufr lands. These are Darul al-Harb. That means land of war, land of infidels. Uh, they're not Islamic countries. They're not Darul al-Islam. And so really, in reality, you, 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 they are living in, if you marry outside, you're living in zina. That means you're living in adultery, fornication, uh, haram. Any non-Muslim is considered haram. And if he doesn't follow Islamic laws, uh, you're haram. That means it is a slur. 
It is an insult. It is degrading. It is racism. Okay, but these are the same people who scream Islamophobia. They, these are the same people who scream, um, oh, look, someone's burning my religious book. Uh, but you're just doing the same thing to others. You're dis- degrading others. Your book is degrading people by haram, kufr, najas. You're telling them you, you're coming to live in their country and you're calling them haram. What do you expect people to do? You, you expect to have the same, you're a frequency. You're going to get what you invest in, in society. If you invest in negative, you're going to get negative. If you spit on someone, you're going to get, get be spit on. If you're going to um, degrade people, you're going to be degraded if you insult other people's culture you're going to you they're going to insult you so how can you expect people not to insult you and then call them islamophobia um if they do because you're calling them haram you're keeping your your people in a box and saying no no i'm using the same street eating the same food going to the same school the same university asking for equal rights but you are kufar you are najas you are zina your marriages are zina your marriages are adultery and our laws are billion times better than yours. And, and that's why we are going to heaven and you're going to hell. But don't worry, I'm using your, your land, your system, your values. And I'm going to rise up. I'm going to continue using it till I become a majority. And then I'm going to convert this land into what I want it to be, the perfect, perfect life. But if you've left your country, it hasn't worked. You've spit on everyone, have wars, wars, wars. It hasn't worked. You're corrupt. Your religion, your ideology is not able to stop the corruption, stop the wars, stop the social uh, injustices in society. How do you think you're going to come here and, and do the same thing and expect it to be any better? And on top of that, you insult people and call them haram and say, well, you know, this is what my religion teach me. No, your religion will only give you what you invest in it. And by investing, by creating divisions and then calling Islamophobia, you are causing the problem is inside. The problem is not on the outside. And this is the classic mistake everyone makes not just one group not just other group live in these boxes in these compartments and expect people to expect others to submit to us our supremacy we listen to the echoes of our own voices and expect not to it to overflow on the outside we don't realize just because a door closes doesn't mean no one can hear us we are frequencies uh, and the frequencies travel all across the universe. Sound carries data, and the data is embedded in everyone's mind, in everyone's body, in everyone's um, metaphysical. It carries, sound carries data. And by you you can, transforming your data into actions by calling people haram and saying, respect me, that's not going to work. You're not a, a human being as you think you are. You are a metaphysical gravitational force. And when you meet people who give you back the same in return, do not cry. And this is a mistake that every single immigrant goes to another country and this thinks that they are so great that everyone has to submit to them. You don't realize that if we've left our country, that means things have not worked out. Our religion has failed, our ideology has failed, our God has failed, our life has failed. We are making mistakes. We are, are responsible for those mistakes and, and bringing our countries to rock bottom. Instead of coming to another country, using that time and space to say, what are the mistakes we made? What are the problems we've had? And how much can I learn from someone else? To understand my problems and, and, and 
introspect and give back that introspection to a new generation in my country. What are the errors that are made? What can we do using these errors to convert them into success, rebrand these errors into an intellectual knowledge field, an intellectual laboratory, use them, rebuild and convert them into a, a new generation of success stories and be ready for for that generation be ready for success no we come here we put ourselves in boxes believe listen to the echoes of our own voices um lead a guilt-ridden life and transfer that guilt to a new generation and say oh no if you go to another um, if you marry outside my box that I've put on you because of my guilt, your haram, your adultery, your fornication, and this is what God wants from you. You must be responsible for my guilt. You must be responsible for maintaining the the the, the ideologies and the culture that I left behind just to heal, so that I can heal. It's not going to work. It never works. It always comes back to haunt you. So once you go to another country, it's over. Your duty is to heal before you bring other children in the world. Take that responsibility and give that introspection to a new generation and understand that if you want that culture, you have to go back to where you came from or you keep it at home. But don't expect your children to believe in this culture and label it with God and just as as God, God, God wants you to do it. God does not want us to do it. God never asked. There's no such thing as God. It's just our guilt of our debt-ridden empire of feudalism that we have come to the bottom, but we refuse to disconnect and cut that umbilical cord and take our responsibility. This is a problem that everyone makes. And it, it gets very corrosive. We convert our adoptive countries in the image of the lands we left behind, in the image of the mistakes we've made. And then we'll break this country, the new country, our adopted country. And then where are we going to run? Literally, where are we going to run? And that's going to be a problem. So it's important to understand this, whichever the group you are, because we are all making the same mistakes. Um, and like I said, it happens to all families. Um, I also talked about, and I'm going to repeat this, hypocrisy. Uh, so this, um, you know, uh, this this lecture talks about, um, you know, marrying in marrying. Uh, into your own communities and and making sure your children meet people from your community so they maintain relationship without in the same communities and to me it's very hypocritical uh we walk the same streets we eat the same food we um we uh pretend um we have um police officers from different communities different groups supporting us the, the armed forces are protecting us the buildings everything are made by people who don't follow our ideologies we want to walk in the same buildings ride the same elevators shop in the same malls but only we are going to heaven and only we have the billion times better the way of life and the others are going to hell um you know and we can't marry them although we're walking in the same street our culture is better than the other culture this us versus them is flat earth idiocracy and it's very, very dangerous for the continuation of civilization. It's a continuous war 
of maintaining your your status quo at one at one time it's going to come to the end because you are cyclic and so before it comes to an end and you come crashing down it's important to introspect very 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 important um and here is um something that I wanted to talk about. Now, we know in India, there's something called love jihad. Okay, love jihad is basically people who, anyone who marries uh, someone from outside their ideological or cultural community, and then once they marry, they pretend all is good, and then after that, all of a sudden, oops, they try ask the other person to convert, which is um, exactly what is happening Right now, now it doesn't have to be. Most of it is happening among in Islam, but there are other groups too who do it. Uh, it happens when one person is weak, um, and we are forced to marry. We are forced to convert just to keep the status quo or maintain our relationship. It can happen to a girl. It had to happen to a boy. Uh, it was brought about because of. Uh, Islam mullahs and tullahs using men, uh, their youth to go and marry Hindu girls, but we know that it happens in all groups, okay? So we're not going to uh, pretend that it's only one-sided. Uh, we happens to girls, it happens to boys, unfortunately it happens when you're weak, and that's a problem. Uh, but by and large, the bulk of it is happening in Islam. So in, in India, Muslims are forcing their religion on, on unassuming youth. There is a lot of murder going on. Women are being butchered to pieces. Uh, men uh, are forcing them to convert. Uh, even women can forcing men to convert. It happens more often than you're not, and they are a huge part of that problem because they want to continue their jihad, their um, cultural jihad, and, and change the demographics on the ground. Now, it's not the fault of the people or the youth. It's the fault of the mullahs, the tullahs, who are using this conniving, hypocritical way of life to change the demographics, as I mentioned. And it's very, very corrosive. And, of course, they've got political patronage to the Indian National Congress, which means that uh, all eyes closed, all um, they will get police protection even if they kill someone and no one's going to say anything because the Congress wants to change the demographics on the ground. The Congress absolutely hates Hindus. Absolutely. They think they are ashamed of Hindus. Um, and so this love jihad goes on. It is very common. So one side you have this love jihad going on where Islam imposes, and uh, even like I said, even others do it, but Islam and a lot of Christians do it because I'm telling you, I know very clearly that this happens in Christian communities. Um, Islam does it, lock, stock and barrel. They, they insist on marrying. They marry others and then ask them to convert so other women have to convert to their religion. But when their children are marrying outside, oops, oh my God, there's a crisis of faith. But did you not think that we are cyclic? Did you not think it's that your currents had formed the waves? You, when you do something, you give the key to someone to do the same thing to you. So why are they having a crisis of faith if someone else, if they are asking someone else to do exactly the same? If you want to marry others, non-Muslims, and, and ask them to produce children who make them Muslims, when your children marry outside their faith, the same thing is going to happen to them. Don't cry. Don't pre pretend that we have to patronize you or patronize one group 
only because you want to go to heaven and in make this entire planet in, into uh, Islamic and, and wipe out all the kufr. It is absolutely hypocritical. It's important to say that. Um, and this, so this love jihad is a fact. It's very important. And, and this hypocr- hypocrisy of crisis of Muslims marrying outside our faith, uh, outside their faith, is, is also hypocritical. Um, it just goes to show you that uh, they wanted only their ways. They wanted one way. They do not want it both ways. In reality, they cannot tell you that love jihad is right. But you know that love jihad is happening because the other side, they're getting a re- re- um, an overflow of the same thing happening onto them and, and they will never talk about it. But here's the video that shows you that yes, they're, doing it. they're, they're getting a, a return on their investment. Um, so that's important. Um, the other thing is fear. Uh, I think I've spoken about that. All Abrahamic groups use fear and that concept of fear to get people to... Um, submit to you is now across the planet. Every group does it, whether you're Abrahamic or non-Abrahamic. Fear is the worst thing to use. And if if God needs to use fear to get you to submit, it's not God, it's feudalism. It's feudalism in a nutshell. And these deities people are just calling you. If, some, if, if there was really a God, you w- he wouldn't even need a mullah, a tullah, a priest, a padri, a pundit to come and help you. He, he wouldn't need that. Because God can do it himself. If he, if he invented the sun, the moon, the stars in seven days, why in heaven hell uh, does he need a mullah, tullah? Did he ask you when he made the earth in seven days? Did he ask you... When he, um, did he ask you when he, uh, when God um, made the sun, the moon, the stars, did he ask you? Did he write a book? Did he, did he does he show you a book on how he made the sun in, 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 seven, in, in seven cycles or seven days? No. Then why does he need a, a mullah and tullah to tell you that you should not get married outside your faith? Because... And why does he need fear? Why does he need to put fear into you in order to get you to submit to him? I mean, is that a real crisis or this is a man-made crisis? Because these religions are not God. These religions are feudal empires. A, a God is so great that will give you paradise that is so beautiful. Is, and, but he, he, he cannot even keep you, convince you to stay in your own faith. It's not a God. It's only fear, and that is why these religions are crumbling, especially Abrahamic religions. Without fear, they do not have a religion. They do not have a faith because they need fear. They need negative corrosion, negative reinforcement to get you, and laws to get you to submit to their supremacy. And the other side, they're trying to convince you that he made heaven and hell and earth in seven days, and it's you know, beyond, beyond, uh, you know, ecstasy. It's just ignorance. So before you believe in this, and if you see someone using fear, remember, you're not getting any good results out of that. You know, you're being calmed. Um, and um, try not to use it to, to coerce anyone, anyone into doing anything. Try not to use it because it's never producing good results. Anyone telling you, Selling you fear in the name of God is also not uh, about God. It's about colonialism. It's about feudalism. And remember to 
Um, remember basically just to stay away from it, okay? Um, these people talking about the crisis of people moving out of your faith are also the people screaming Islamophobia. They're, they're screaming Islamophobia. You listen to these people screaming Islamophobia behind the scenes, quietly when no one's looking. They have these lectures on people, on crisis of, pe of our youth leaving our faith, crisis of depression, crisis of uh, anxiety, crisis of uh, the Kufa, the Zina, all of these people. Why? And, and they're also the ones who, oh, you hurt my feelings because they don't want to tell you that what they are telling you are lies. The actual phobia is on the inside because they cannot control the emotions, they cannot control the waves, they cannot control the currents of the youth of a human being. They have no idea how to, con to control anyone except by fear, repression and by laws. They have no other way. Um, and at the same time, they keep on harassing you, bullying you when you go outside and you're bullied. Then they say, oh, look, my, my children are being bullied. But the trauma is on the inside. Remember, the violence on the outside is an extension of the violence on the inside. Stop the violence on the inside and you will stop the violence on the outside. And trying to convince out of fear a child to remain within your compartment or your box is bullying. You're bullying the metaphysical, the psychic to behave in a way that is your perception, that the perception of brainwashing that you've been given. And you're trying to control and rebrand, reformat a human being in, in the image of that feudalistic ignorance uh, to be your guilt-ridden descendant um, and to, to heal you and your guilt that you've left your country. And that bullying will transform the outside into the form of violence. You're going to, you're going to be hurt. Uh, they're going to be hurt. So don't scream after that. And don't scream Islamophobia or xenophobia or whatever phobia you want to, to label it as. Uh, because the problem is on the inside. The problem is not on the outside. Remember, these people are the biggest hypocrites that you'll come across because they don't understand and we don't understand all of us that when we point fingers at others we don't define who they are but when we point fingers at others we show them a mirror image of who we are because it's our currents that form the waves um, in reality these people just want to compartmentalize themselves and believe that they form a kinetic cask around you and they, and they believe that the problem by, by indoctrinating you, the problem is on the outside and that's not going to work. Um, you cannot dictate to someone's life to, to your requirements. You, you will distort them, the natural flow, and you will cause violence. Then they say, well, we are poor little minorities. People are not treating me correctly. Why are you calling others as harassers or people harassing you when you're harassing the youth in your own home? You will attract the mirror image of who you are. And when you attract the mirror image of who few you are, there is violence. And that violence then will transform the streets and you're going to scream victim and that's not going to help at all. So we all do this in some way or the other. You have to understand the, the physics behind it, the psychology behind it. And the only way you can go about it is to give the plus and the minus, the knowledge of your civilization 
to the next generation, you heal and understand the errors that you've made, why you've made it. Don't throw your guilt onto someone else. And when you take your responsibility, you change, you evolve, you will automatically gain a new generation who will evolve to and bring you back the rewards of that evolution, that healing, instead of, you know, pounding them and making sure that they become the guilt-ridden uh, inheritors of your uh, depression. Um, so basically, that's a long and short of the stories. Uh, whichever the group, it is important. It is important to know that we all do it. It's happening out there, and if you don't talk about it, um, it's going to get worse. So, as long as you, we have this discussion, you're good, and you can, uh, and you can make sure that uh, you know. Um, the next generation will inherit something better than what we did. Uh, so, in the meanwhile, I want to take. I want to say thank you very much. I hope you had a great weekend, and I wish you a great week ahead. Cheers and stay safe.